Welcome to the Orgasmic Lifestyle Podcast by Venus O'Hara. I'm here to welcome you into the world of orgasmic living by hosting experts to discuss orgasmic topics such as nutrition, spirituality, personal development, sexuality, and much more. Here, we will offer lifestyle lessons that can help you lead a fulfilling, joyous, and orgasmic lifestyle. I'm your guide, Venus O'Hara. Welcome to the 69th episode of the Orgasmic Lifestyle Podcast with Venus O'Hara. In this snow moon episode, we'll be discussing sexual performance. We'll be speaking with Jeff Abraham, who is the CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, the company behind the leading premature ejaculation spray for men, Promescent. I also review the book, Choose Her Every Day or Leave Her, by future podcast guest, Brian Reeves. The episode ends with a guided meditation with affirmations for sexual performance. But first, let me share with you my opinion and experience with sexual performance. Let's talk about sexual performance. I must confess that sexual performance is not something that I worry about too much in my own performance. But that wasn't always the case. It was very much a concern of mine when I just lost my virginity. I was with a guy who had been with other people, so I was, you know, thinking about being compared and also just feeling like I didn't know what I was doing. I was just so not an expert. But of course, you can't just start doing something and expect to be good at it. That's that's for sure. But one thing I really think is um, plays into sexual performance, so even in my own case, is body confidence. I think um, being naked in front of another person was a very new concept and sensation for me, a new situation. And sometimes your body confidence or lack of can really have a negative impact on your sexual performance because you're wondering about what you look like. But that kind of went with time now, even though I do not think I'm perfect by any means. I have a lot of body confidence right now. I remember I was talking to a friend about this years ago and she was saying, this is someone who does not have any body confidence, but she was saying that when she's doing it doggy style, she's thinking that the man is thinking that she has a huge ass. And I'm thinking, well, if he's hard and he's doing it, he's probably into it. And, and it's actually nice. That angle is very flattering for a woman usually. But then um, going back to my own situation, I remember with my first boyfriend, we were together for a while, then we broke up. I was with other people, he was with other people, then we then we got back together. And by that point, I wasn't the lost virgin that he had known a couple of years previously. And that meant I, I didn't feel so um, like, an, um, like I didn't know what I was doing. I kind of felt much more confident to the point where my lack of expertise wasn't a barrier anymore because I had more experience so I was able to just close my eyes and enjoy all of the pleasure that was on offer to me and just get lost in the pleasure. And that was um, the main priority. It wasn't about performance as such. And yeah, so I think um, I think sometimes the 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 concept of performance is something that is more there is more pressure on men, I think. Because um, for women, I think we can just lie back. <laughs> Not that we should, but I think there's a, I think it's definitely a two-way thing. But I think do, I do think men have more pressure when it comes to performance, and also we um, tend to value or people value, let's say, lasting a long time in bed. But that can actually become quite monotonous if if that is the case, and and all, and there's too much emphasis on. Um, on penetration, which is something I adore, but I think variety is much more important and being comfortable with your partner. I, I am, in many interviews and articles that I have written, I've always said that good sex is 90% energy between the participants and 10% technique. I really believe that. That's something that I have experienced in my life. For example, I remember I was with a guy a few years ago and it was all very traditional and conventional. There was nothing special in terms of techniques used, but the energy between him and I was just explosive that any simple kind of touch meant so much. So I do think technique does have some importance, but 
when you have an incredible energy or vibe or even emotional connection with someone, that tends to be much more important. And also if you have that kind of connection, then you can feel more at ease about performance anxiety. I think there's less a performance anxiety when you are comfortable with your partner. And that's for me, I tend to um, always favor experiences with people I know, people who know me, because then if something does happen to go wrong, so to speak, it doesn't really matter. And you can just kind of laugh it off. I remember a guy was telling me sometimes when he is just a friend that was telling me if he came quickly, he would say to the woman, you should be flattered. I really like you. And I think that you can always turn an awkward situation into something humorous, but it's always easier when you are comfortable with the person you are with. So I want to, to share some of my perspectives as well about premature ejaculation. Um, it's not something that bothers me too much, actually, um, when people have come too too soon, so to speak. I think it's all about um, having some variety and not just um, having, you know, not, not having too much emphasis on the penetration, even though that is something I definitely enjoy. But I think it's um, if some guy, if a guy comes too soon or sooner than he wants, because you don't want to say what too soon is, because that can vary from person to person. But if, if someone comes sooner than they want, then I think um, it's, and rather than saying sorry, I think it's um, mindful and considerate to try and pleasure your partner afterwards. Because just because you might have had an um, ejaculated and you've lost your erection, you can still use your fingers or your tongue to actually pleasure your partner anyway. So that's something I think that people do, do not do enough of. And I also think it's good to have a lot more emphasis on foreplay and, and also making sure your partner might have come before penetration. So so if there is any premature ejaculation, it doesn't matter so much. But anyway, not that it matters anyway. Uh, I think um, we should all be aimed to be, be with people who make us feel relaxed in bed. And any tension that is there is a kind of like, it's based on attraction and not awkwardness. But that awkwardness can be a little bit sexy sometimes. But anyway, let's speak to an expert on delay spray. Do you want to upgrade your life? If so, check out my free meditation, my life upgrade meditation. This meditation is very powerful. It contains 100 very powerful affirmations that correspond to the 12 areas of life from the wheel of life. And those areas include things like money, professional career, friends, family, relationships, sexuality, personal development, contribution to society, home environment, and much more. If you're curious about this very powerful transformative meditation, then check out the link in the show notes. And if you haven't got the show notes at hand, then the link is bit.ly slash life, capital L-I-F-E, hyphen, capital U, P, G, R, A, D, E, upgrade, hyphen, meditation with a capital M. The link is also in the show notes. So if you would like to upgrade your life, check out my free life upgrade meditation. Now it's time for this episode's interview. We'll be speaking with Jeff Abraham, who is the CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, the company behind the leading premature ejaculation spray for men, Promescent. Jeff Abraham, welcome to the Orgasmic Lifestyle Podcast, where every day is a climax. Thank you I so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking part in this interview today. I'm very happy to have you here. And I was even more happy to have you here when I read your profile. Oh my God, your story. I thought I was reading the synopsis of a Netflix series or a or a memoir. Um, have you ever thought about doing something like that? It has crossed my mind. And uh, we had a very brutal trial we went through with RB and they were actually filming to make a uh, Apple TV special. And unfortunately the trial, you know, when you get involved with a $24 billion a year company and you get into litigation, justice always doesn't prevail. And mm -hmm. because they didn't get the ending they were looking for, they canceled it, but it was happening. They were actually filming it. I'd go back to my hotel room every night 
and they had a setup and a camera. And if someone would come to visit me on Saturday and review everything, there's been a couple book proposals in the past that I wanted to have an ending before we okay. really did it. And this company is being positioned right now. We're very successful and the company's thriving for an acquisition. And, you know, you can't really tell the story without the ending. Okay. And so so for those who are unfamiliar with your story, could you tell us in a nutshell all of the um, the amazing things that have happened to you? Because it's been very, very eventful. It's been eventful. We'll start, you know, I was born with a very wonderful, loving family in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, south of Pittsburgh. But if I say Cannesburg, people go, where's that? So it was a little coal mining town. It definitely lower middle class, but wonderful people. I moved to California when I was 24 years old after college and literally had really never stayed in a hotel, been on a plane, you know, uh, and started working in the semiconductor industry, worked really hard, eventually formed my own company. It was wildly successful. And then I retired at age 53 to hopefully reap the fruits of my labor. I have raised my son as a single father. I had been a big brother for seven years before my son was born. And uh, I thought it would be very disingenuous on my part to nurture and mentor other young children and not do my own. So, and I'm extremely close to him and very proud of him. He's very happily married now, uh, actually just as of the last six months and living in Huntington Beach, California. I came out of retirement because my neighbor, friend, and doctor had started the present company, Promescent. And when I went in for my yearly PSA and physical, he said, hey, I know your business acumen. You're really smart. Can you help me out? And I said, well, what are you doing? Because he was a doctor. <clears throat> I didn't realize he had started this company on the side. And I said, hey, this is stuff legitimate. Does it work? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was a very smart and a very ethical uh, man. And so I did some research and was like, wow, this market is huge. And this product is dynamic. So I invested in the company. A year later, they asked me to take it over. He's like, you're bored because I had retired. And, you know, when you retire at 53 and all your friends are still working, you don't realize you really don't have a lot to do. It's like mm -hmm. I'd call someone, hey, you want to go to San Diego for two days? I go, I have a job. I'm like, oh, that's right. Everybody but me is still working. So I came out of retirement to run the company. So what was the first product they have at, had at the time? It was the mail delay spray. Okay. Messing. That was the... Uh, the hero product, that's what really put us on the map. It is clearly better than anything else on the market. It's light years ahead of anything else out there. Unfortunately, a year later, Ron was murdered in a case of mistaken identity. And wow. somebody who had a prostate surgery 23 years prior decided he was going to kill the doctor, got the name wrong, and killed the wrong guy. It was oh devastating. Absolutely devastating. And my goal at that point became to give him a legacy and to provide for his family because he was a wonderful human being. And I remember after he was murdered, I was reading, I just went online. I was in my home office at Huntington Beach and I just Google searched his name. I was really in tears. I was just, it was devastating. And I noticed that the first five pages, the first 50 entries, you know, doctor killed by crazy guy, doctor murdered. And I thought not only did he take his life, he took his legacy. He's no longer a father, husband, friend. He's just the guy who was murdered by the crazy guy. So mm -hmm. my goal became to honor him and give him a legacy and to provide for his wife and children. And uh, I've been able to do that. So his name was Dr. Ronald Gilbert. I mentioned him every podcast, every serious radio interview. And I feel like I'm a steward. You know, people go, oh my God, you've grown this company. We're going to do about $12.5 million this year. We're on target for 15 or $16 million next year. You know, when I took over the company, we were doing $80,000 a year. And they're like, oh my God, you're a genius. I said, no, I'm a businessman. The absolute product is what was pure genius. Now we've expanded the product line and we've gone into other areas and we've maintained a standard. We have three or four products that are clearly better than everything else. And those are our hero products. But some of the lubes and gels and condoms and things we have just round out the product line. Because someone's like, hey, if I'm getting all my other products here, I don't want to have to go somewhere else. So it's become very synergistic and the company's very successful. But it is because of his genius in developing and finding this product. Okay. So come back to your story about coming out of retirement. Did you miss working? Do you work less now compared to before retirement? I mean, how is your life different now? 
you're just going to go, you've got to be kidding me. I'm working more now. Okay. <laughs> and because of the growth and because of the potential of this company and because I am on a mission and I want to honor mm -hmm. someone who I love and meant a lot to me. So it's very important. And, you know, when you grow this quickly, there's a lot of work to be done. You know, I was employee number one. And so I've done everything. So I understand the company, you know, I didn't miss working, but I missed having a purpose. I miss mm -hmm. being good at something. You know, I tell this story. <clears throat> there were some very good friends of mine that they were kind of our adopted family in Huntington Beach because my whole family's in Pennsylvania. So my son had dated their daughter. We became friends. And the families, they inter they basically invited us to everything, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, all the holidays. So I remember after I retired, about a month later, I ran into them. They go, oh, what'd you do today? I'm like, well, I got up, I went for a run. I went to the gym, I worked out. I went and got a massage. You know, I went and had lunch at True Foods. I went and watched a movie, you know, and I'm like, I remember thinking to myself, that was really my life. self-centered, like what, you know, that's what I envision 80-year-old people do, not 53-year-old people to do. Uh -huh. And they stopped by, the husband and wife used to go for walks and stuff, and they stopped by my house to invite me to come over for Thanksgiving because they knew I don't have family in Southern Cal. And they're like, oh, what'd you do today? I'm like, well, I went on a 50-mile bike ride this morning, then I worked out, then I went and got a massage. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I am the most self-absorbed narcissistic. All I do is like, but you know, it was weird because I've never been given anything in my life. I've worked hard and saved and scrimped. I deserve to retire, but I didn't give myself that permission to not do anything. And I knew my mom was still alive then, you know, and my dad had already passed, but I just knew how much my mom was proud of me and just all the business accomplishments. And, and I, I just, I always wanted to please my parents, you know, and I, I just, I felt weird being, you know, like retired and not doing anything constructive except pampering myself all day. And I remember I ran into him and I was like, I literally thought to myself, I hope they don't ask me what I did today. You know, cause it was just a repeat. It was like groundhog day waking up, you know, all over again. And I almost thought, I almost started laughing to myself because I thought if they asked me what I did, I might make something up and go, well, I was feeding the homeless at the soup kitchen. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. <clears throat> just to have a purpose other than pampering myself. And I've never done that. I've always been brutally honest, always been very proud of what I did. So even though I didn't miss working, I missed having a purpose. I missed having something constructive that I was good at. And my last company, I made some very, uh, very good friends of mine, my employees who became very good friends, very wealthy. The way that I've always tried to structure my companies, that if you do good work and you make a lot of money for the company, I make sure that you thrive as well. And some of my friends, even my son's wedding, had some of my former employees at because they watched Nick grow up, you know, working mm -hmm. for me. And I remember thinking, he's at the age they were when I hired them. And here they are now, you know, and it's just, I'm always like being a mentor. I think that's why I uh, was a big brother. And my employees in my present company are all 30 years younger than me, but we get along really well. And I love mentoring and, and showing people the path less traveled, but maybe more direct to where to go. And, you know, I've had good mentors in my life. And the least I can do is pass that on and be that same type of mentor to others. I'm interested about what you talked about, the growth. Um, I'm personally interested in exponential growth compared to gradual growth. I've been doing what I do for 14 years now. And I sometimes I get a bit frustrated because I want more growth, like faster, more. And um, But then well, how do you cope with exponential growth? I've always told people I'm a creator, not a sustainer. If someone okay. comes up to me with a business, because I've had a lot of people come to me now and say, oh, when you finally, you know, sell this thing, you know, or spin it off, whatever. I want you to come run my company. And I'm like, no, I don't do that. I'm a creator, not a sustainer. I love exponential growth. But I tell people, if you're going to grow exponentially, you can never, and this is the key factor, never think short term. Mm. Always think long term. No instant gratification. Instant gratification tends to bring immediate result while closing off avenues that would give you exponential growth later on slow, steady initial growth 
but into the right areas that have huge upside is how you grow a company exponentially. If you set out to grow a company exponentially, you start looking at opportunities that are short-term, mm. but might choke off your long-term viability, and that's what you don't do. I, I'm very proud of the fact that my entire life, and I'm 66 and a half now, I've never bounced a check, never paid a finance charge, ever made a bad business deal. I walk right down the center of the street. I make eye contact with everybody because we do things the right way and people believe in us. Same Amazing. thing with my first company. I love it. So talking about ethics and doing the right thing, um, there's a mantra that you have, ethics and doing the right thing. Um, this is something you live by every day. But a lot of people think that sex is scandalous. How do you deal with that? I mean, I'm sure you've, you've found um, people who think it's a bad thing to be enhancing people's sex lives. Have you found that? Yeah, and how we've do you deal had with that? It? We've had that criticism. It's mostly from very conservative, the religious right, that sex is only supposed to be for procreation. And my response is, then don't come to our site. Then live in your little closet mm -hmm. and off the world. You know what I mean? And 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 be closed-minded on your own. We don't force ourselves on anyone. In fact, we had a situation where I appeared on a bunch of Swinger Network podcasts. <laughs> and they're, they're great for our business. They're people that are living Open, and embracing yeah. life. And one of our doctors called up, because we have a huge medical advisory board and our investors are doctors, said, hey, I heard you on front porch swingers. Do you think that's appropriate? And I said to him, the only way you saw me on front porch swingers was to go to the front porch swingers website. That is not on our website anywhere. So obviously you're interested in it. So don't be sanctimonious and don't preach to me because you were there. And he was like, <laughs> uh, 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 got me on that Busted. one. <laughs> yeah. And I said, listen, we don't shove anything down anyone's throat. All we do is literally we're about better intimacy. We focus on couples intimacy, whether that's a straight couple, gay couple is irrelevant. We focus on, you know, and I find it funny because people are very fine with, you know, spending unlimited funds working out, spending unlimited funds getting your hair done and, you know, your face looking great and all these different things and buying the newest clothes and making the best presentation possible then why should there be a stigma once you find a partner into taking your love life and your sex life to the next level? Sexual wellness is part of overall wellness, and it's very important. I've never heard anyone complain. I'm having much more intense, much more frequent orgasms. Gee, I'm unhappy with that, okay? It's a part of life, and I always tell people that, and it's a strange phenomenon because other people have told me the same thing. When I'm single, I can't buy a date. When I'm single, it's like everyone looks at me and they're like, no, 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 no. But when I'm in a healthy relationship, it's like everybody, even the people that turned off to me before suddenly are interested in me. And I believe it's because you're giving off that vibe because you're happy and connected and sexually satisfying and having the euphoria that comes with pleasing your partner as well. So we don't apologize for what we do. We embrace it. It may not be for everybody, but we don't force anyone to come to our site. And when you come to our site, it's chock full of, of videos and clinical trials and research papers and blogs. And I got criticism for that early on. People say, are you in a university educational site? Are you trying to sell products? Because every other site that's our competitors, you go to buy now, buy this, buy that. And you will never let you, let you leave the site. We have links to outside our site. People go, you're comfortable with people leaving the site? And I go, yeah. You know what I'm comfortable with? Educating people. Because mm -hmm. I believe the more information you have, the more education you have, the more roads lead back to Promessive. So it's very important, number one, that you buy the right products for the right reason. And that's why we're educating you. Number two, it's important that you use them correctly. Because there's a way and a dosage and everything on any product that you're going to take so we want people to buy the right products and use them correctly so that we have this base of people that come back over and over again. Our repeat business is very, very high, which is really good for us. We don't have to go out and reach everyone in, in the world to be successful. We just need to slowly, and that's where you get exponential growth, where as long as you're adding new customers every month, then the business is going to grow because mm -hmm. the same people come back, plus you add more people under the tent that are coming back over and over again. And if you treat them well, they will talk you up 
and refer you to their friends. And I'm very proud of that, that a lot of our business is referrals from satisfied customers. So for those who are unfamiliar with Delay Spray, could you tell us how it works and what it what it does? Yeah, I'll explain how we came about, the products that were there before and why we're different. So prior to Promescent, and one of the reasons that Ron developed the product, if couples had, you know, uh, it's called the arousal gap, where the wife took a lot longer to climax than her husband was able to last, there were two things they would give you, a numbing agent. It's a lidocaine-based or, or benzocaine-based product that sits on the surface of the skin. It numbs you. It also numbs your partner. So it allows you to have longer uh, intercourse or oral sex or whatever you're having. But unfortunately, everyone's numb, both the man and the woman or two men or whoever is in the relationship. So the goal is to achieve climax and satisfaction, and everyone's numb. That inhibits orgasm. The second uh, product was they could give you SSRIs. And for people who aren't medical, they go, what's an SSRI? And then you say selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And they go, I still don't know what it is. They're the depression drugs, Paxil, Prozac, Zoloft. They allow a man, they delay the ejaculatory response. Unfortunately, they also give you dry mouth, nausea. They kill your libido. And eventually, if you're on them long-term, you won't be able to climax at all. So your partner is like, okay, quit punishing me, okay? It's like the whole goal is 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 pleasure, not punishment or pain. <laughs> and a lot of men will tell you, I literally could not climax. So Ron saw this. He was a urologist specializing in sexual medicine. So if you came to see him for ED, there was Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, you know, Trimix shots or all these options. If you came to see him for incontinence, he had options. You came to see him for prostate issues. He had options. You came to see him for premature ejaculation. There was no real viable options. So he developed this product and it's lidocaine based, but they changed the crystalline structure of lidocaine from a solid or crystal to an oil aqueous form. And when that happens, normally the solid just sits on your skin and then it transfers to the female. The beauty of promescent delay spray is it because it's a, an oil aqueous product after the uh, patented formula we use, it becomes a liquid and it goes below the surface in five to seven minutes. So the man maintains a much higher degree of surface sensitivity and it doesn't transfer to his partner. So it's all the benefits without the side effects, the negative side effects. Amazing. So you have more to, um, products after this, the hero yeah. product, as you call it. So what else do you have? Well, it was funny because our second product was a company called Vitaflux and people go, you were a genius to develop that. I go, let me set the record straight. There was no genius involved. So the company started growing. We're doing really well. And I went to a SMSNA show. See, we have real strong medical roots because we came out of the urological community. So it's called Sexual Medicine Society of North America. So I go to the show and the president of SMSNA happens to be a personal friend of mine. He's like, hey, you look tired. I said, we're growing can't hire people fast enough. You know, oh my God, you know, I'm really exhausted. Now I'm traveling here. And the next morning he says, hey, we have this new product that I developed called Vitaflux. You should try it. I said, what is it? He said, it's a nitric oxide supplement. Gives you much more energy, clarity. You know, it helps blood pressure, blah, 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 blah. So I said, okay, great. So he gives me a sample of this. So I go back home. I start using it. And my relationship at the time, after about two, three weeks later said, are you taking some kind of ED supplement? I'm like, no, why? She goes, I don't know if you realize this, we've been like intimate like 14 straight days. And I start thinking, I go, yeah, we haven't really ramped up the activity. You know, I go, well, those things just wax and wane. I, I wasn't really, you know, like linking it to anything, you know? And following week, I'm like, I wonder if this has anything to do with that supplement. So I called him and he's like, oh my God, no, didn't I tell you? I go, he goes, it obviously promotes blood flow. So it promotes blood flow everywhere. So it gives you a much better erection, but also it's good for your libido. I said, yeah, no kidding. And uh, so a nitric oxide supplement, what it does is it increases blood flow. And when you increase blood flow, obviously you're going to get a firmer erection. You're going to increase your libido, but it has medical benefits. It has, it, it decreases your blood pressure. This is crazy because of increased blood flow blows plaque and all kind of bad stuff out of your arteries. Every one of our arteries and veins has an epithelial layer that covers it. 
the epithelial layer covering your arteries and veins. And when you're young, it's very supple and it has two purposes. One purpose is to keep the bad stuff out, you know, viruses, bacteria. Another purpose is to allow the good things to enter your bloodstream, hormones, nutrients, vitamins. As we age, that epithelial layer becomes very hard, becomes very firm. It gets better at keeping the bad stuff out. It also keeps the good stuff out. So once you reach your mid-30s, early 40s, it everybody goes through this. You know, I'm just not as fit as I used to be. I have an extra percent or two of body fat. I lost a, you know, percent or two of muscle. That's because of that. A nitric oxide supplement like Vitaflux reverses that. So we have women who go through menopause and, you know, they have just the, uh, the uh, hardening of their epithelial layer, they lose the ability to naturally lubricate. And this gives them that back. Wow. We have tons of women who literally find this product and they go, because I was guilty of this myself. Now I'm in this field. I talk to doctors all day and I know that this happens. So the same girlfriend that was one for me when I got the uh, uh, Vitaflux, she was going through menopause. Uh, she was, I think, 47 or 48 years old at the time. And all of a sudden, she started losing her ability to uh, lubricate. moisturize, lubricate. Here I am. I know the reason. I'm fully aware of it. I'm in the industry. And I start thinking to myself, maybe she's just not turned on. Maybe she's not into me. It shows you how sensitive an area it is. And I'm like, I know better than that. Why am I thinking that? I make fun of other people when I hear about that, thinking that. And I was going through the same thing myself. And we've had so many testimonials from women that said, you know, my husband is thrilled that I don't have to use all this external lubrication because it was a blow to his ego. When even, and they shouldn't know. I should know better. And I still made that association. Maybe I'm not attractive to my partner. Maybe I'm not turning her on. So it's been a product that also increases uh, libido. It for women, it's it, we've had people say they have a more intense orgasm because of the increased blood flow into the area. Men love it. So it was a natural product. We then went into lubrication because a lot of men who were prematurely ejaculating would not need lube if they lasted 20 or 30 seconds. All of a sudden, they're lasting 20 minutes. Then go, hey, can you develop a lube? So we developed an organic aloe vera lube that went very well, and we started you know, with a silicone lube and then a water-based lube. Then after that, we went into some massage oils because while you're waiting that five to 10 minutes, might as well give your partner a massage. And uh, our big challenge was I knew there was a market because we have all these sexually active people for vibrators. And people said, well, that's a bridge too far. That's an electronic. I said, no, anything that enhances sexuality fits our product line. So we launched a line of vibrators and they took off immediately. I mean, immediately. And so our goal when people say to us, how many new products will you add next year? And I always laugh. I say somewhere between zero and 10. And they're like, what? I said, for me to say, I'm going to add three to four new products would take away from the mission I've established for this company. Explain. Our goal is anything mm -hmm. that we launch has to be as good or better than anything else in that space. Okay, it's not, interesting. Watch it because we don't even do separate marketing budgets. All we do is add a product to our site, send emails out to our existing customers, and they buy it immediately. So in each case, we send out the first 100 people to buy it. What gave you the confidence to buy Vitaflux? We were every single one. It's the same response but different verbiage. If it's on this site, we know it's top quality and we know you'll stand behind it 100%. We have 100% money back guarantee on all our products. So the first time we put out a substandard product, we lose that credibility. We lose that trust that our customers have in us. So every time that we develop a new product, we literally say, is this as good if not better than everything else in the space? If the answer is no, we don't launch that product. Because we get 2 million, you know, uh, visitors a month to our site, we've had other people develop products and say, you know, I developed this product, but I don't want to go through building the whole infrastructure. You know, we'll give you a huge percentage if you put it on your site. And I'm like, no, 
I don't think that's a good way. You can make so much money over the next year or two. I said, I'm not into making a lot of money over the next year or two. I'm into adding products that our customers believe in and will buy over and over again. And that meet a certain standard that we have. And I tell people that if we don't find any products like that over the next year, we will add zero. If we find five, we'll add five. Seven, we'll add seven. But we have a a, a structure and a goal in mind. And if a product meets that goal, we will add it. If it doesn't, we'll never add another product. If we go to the next four to five years without finding something that fits that mantra, then so be it. We'll grow the existing products we have. Amazing. Well, I feel very fortunate because I'm, I'm actually a sex toy reviewer and designer and a product development consultant. So I've been doing this. Well, you will you will have our full line of vibrators after we get <laughs> off this call. I'm going to call and say. I have I have these too. So um, you already started. Okay, good. Yeah, and I if you can see if you think I'm glowing now, you know why. I use this this afternoon. I, I have minimal makeup on, but I'm as you know, it's like you know the the orgasmic glow. So um, I use this today and yesterday. Now give us your honest feedback. You like it? Yeah, I mean, um, I've I've test I have a spare I have a two bedroom apartment here. I have a spare room with 800 toys because I started testing and reviewing in. 2014 so it's 800 toys and i receive products every week and i've worked with some big brands as, as in product development so i am i'm very well versed in sex toys um, i'm one of the biggest reviewers and designers in the world at the moment and um so i got your products and i'm and I'm, I'm always interested in rabbits and what what makes this rabbit different from other rabbits and there's many there are many factors that i like and, and that are really good about it for example his flexibility is really important because there is um, something called the CV distance, the clitoral vaginal distance, which is between 1.5 centimeters and 4.5. So most yeah. women are kind of like three. So this is why toys don't adapt to all anatomies, whereas this will. And and also I think, um, you know, a guy looks at this and he, look, he sees the whole thing and says, it's massive, but they don't realize that you only put this much in. Yeah, you exactly. To, you don't need to put that much in to actually reach the G spot. And, and the, the shape of it is really nice because you can use it externally like that and it's gradually in, enter it. And I like to use it completely externally as a perineum massager as well. Let's imagine that's a vulva and have yes. this against the perineum and this against the clitoris. So and also you can use it anally if you like that. So it's very, very versatile. And, and the, the motors are amazing. The motors are seriously, because I mean, everyone wants deep rumbly and yes. people want, a, um, a, pe most people like the, um, the, the continuous, the rest of them, people don't really use that much, um, but it's, it's, it's nice to have that range of, um, of those uh, deep rumbly mis um, motors. And then the other one as well, this is really good. I mean, I, I prefer um, indirect stimulation personally, but this is a great, um, um, bullet because it's very strong and uh, you've got this nice tapered tip here which people really love for more kind of direct point, pinpoint stimulation and also you've got the flat people like this flat side as well against the clitoris or you can yes. use it on the side and the fact that it's kind of like quite um, um, flexible means you can kind of rub it from side to side to increase friction that's what I liked about it yeah, yeah. and also you can use it other side to kind of um, <laughs> it's massage because yes. I, I, what I'm doing with my reviews is that I really look into a product to see 10 different uses, not the ones that you're going to find on the website that the standard use. I, I'm very creative. So I'm kind of like seeing how, all the ways you can use something like this. And this is something you can also use on, on your, on the back of your neck, you know, people like, yeah. And even this tip here, because the bigger, there's always a bigger motor in the shaft. So you can actually use this against the clitoris if you want, or, or this side. Yes. So there's just so many ways to, to use these toys. The rabbit is one of the most versatile to toys ever. It is absolutely. It's yeah. one of the most versatile. Well, it's funny because I'm actually in the process of going to be recording a video here because we notice that so many more women buy our toys than men. And the mm -hmm. feedback we get from a lot of men is they're intimidated. Well, if a woman <laughs> buys toys, it's in place of me or because I said, listen, Check your ego at the door, okay? <laughs> I'm 66 and a half, but I first discovered vibrators when I was 45. I never knew they existed. I went to a show and I'm like, hey, I kind of like this. You know what I mean? Like, as I age, my goal is to give my partner as many and as more intense climaxes as possible. As long as I'm in the room, I can care less, okay? I'm not ever going to look at anything other than, you know, this is pleasuring my partner or not. Is this in addition? It's not in place of you. It's in addition to you. Absolutely. Relax. Keep the focus. 
And you know, sometimes people will say, oh, well, you're such a considerate, caring lover. You're worried about my orgasm. And I'm like, well, if you want to pretend like I'm Gandhi feeding the poor, go ahead. You know what I mean? But my experience has always taught me the more intense pleasure that my partner feels, they're like, I'm going to make sure this guy stays around. I'm making sure he feels the same amount of pleasure. So you're really paying it forward. By being an attentive lover and focusing on your partner, you're ensuring it's going to be returned. That it's like, hey, you know, this guy's got decent sense of humor. He's funny. You know, he makes a good living. Gives me a lot of orgasms. I'm making sure that he's very satisfied and happy. But people, for whatever reason, don't feel that way. It's like, am I not enough? Am I, is there something missing? No, it's men and women are wired differently. I tell people this. When I first moved here to Las Vegas, I dated a gal for about a year and she had a hooded clitoris and you know it was one of these things where she needed direct manual stimulation for like 45 minutes to climax there were times i felt like i was punching in going to work it's like oh god it's 11 i'm getting up at five in the morning okay let's and i used to Probably. joke it's a good it's a good thing i own for mess you know what i mean like because i'd have to have a second job to pay you know what i mean that kind of stuff and it was funny wonderful gal and we had broken up in my next relationship i dated a gal who would sneeze and have an orgasm you know it would be Whoa. like you know yeah. i love indirect pressure not and i'm like if you're a guy no matter who you date you can't go this is my routine this is you know my shtick because every woman is totally different so take a step back and evaluate each one of your partners based on their specific needs you know and in some cases, there are women that I'm aware of that can't climax through vaginal sex. And I know Most some guys are like, if you don't climax through vaginal sex, I am going to pound away until you do. Oh, my God. Could there be anything more ridiculous than that? Okay. Mm -hmm. Figure out if it's a vibrator, if it's, you know, with your hands, with your tongue, whatever. Give her pleasure. Okay. And get your ego out of the room. Get it out. It doesn't belong in there. Focus on her pleasure and her intense orgasms. That's the most important thing. Vibrators. Variety. The variety they give. The variety. Exactly. Yeah. Especially I if you mean, want to go long-term in a relationship and you want to have variety, that's going to bring the longevity of spice to your bedroom, isn't it? Because when people get bored if they're doing the same thing over and over. Sometimes when people say to me, We've been married 40 years and I wake up every day and it's just like brand new again. I go, you must have Alzheimer's or something, okay? When they <laughs> say familiarity breeds content, they say it for a reason. Because I tell people this, what's your favorite food in the world? If they say lobster, they say a New York strip steak. I go, how would you feel if you ate that every single meal for 30 straight years? I'd go, I'd want anything but that. Yeah. It's the same thing with sex. Keep it spicy have some variety, bring some toys in. Because after a period of time, no matter how creative you are, you'll get into a pattern. So it's really good to constantly always experiment and see what's out there, see what's different. You know, I do a lot of podcasts and a lot of radio shows where they have calling. 50% of people calling in are female. Mm -hmm. If they call in, I know exactly what they're going to say. How do I order these products without hurting my partner's feelings? I'm oh, like, wow. Oh it is unbelievable. So what I do is I suggest they have like a 50 shades of gray night. You know what I mean? Get mm -hmm. a riding crop, you know, get a saddle, get a feather duster, get, and then put some promessor, put a vibrator in with it so that you're not basically saying you're deficient in any area. Once a man discovers it through a non-intimidating experience, he's going to make that part of his you know, love making going forward. If a man is lasting three minutes or four minutes or five minutes, and it's just barely enough for his partner to climax, the last two minutes he's riddled with anxiety. One part of him is experiencing pleasure. The other part's going, not yet. Don't, don't. That's, she's not there yet. You know what I mean? Anxiety and intimacy are two completely separate emotions and should never cross or intersect into your sex life. So I just laugh because... Every guy will say, I don't need anything. I'm the best lover that ever lived. And 
I think a lot of women are much more practical and say, whatever we need, we'll find. When we started branching out into women's products with female Vitaflux and female arousal gel and vibrators and stuff, it was amazing because in the early years of our company, we were only men because all we had was a delay spray. And part of our customer survey was, you know, how'd you find us, blah, blah, blah. And it had all these different responses you could choose. One of them was referred by a friend. Never had anyone in four or five years ever click referred by a friend. When we started selling women's products, 75% of our women referred by a friend. And I start joking. I said, this is reverse. I should have started with women's products. So I tell our marketing team, find one or two women in every big city. They'll take it from there. When a woman finds something that gives her more pleasurable orgasms, more intense orgasms, the first thing they do is get on Reddit and Pinterest and whatever. They're texting, they're emailing their friends. Oh my God, you got to try this. Oh my God. I'm like, it's nuts. The difference. Every man, if he finds something that he thinks makes him better in bed, the first thing he does is go, I don't want any other men to have this. Yeah. I the advantage and consider other men their rival okay every man wants to be the biggest brightest rooster in the hen house so he can go impregnate all the other hens women are like i want all my other female friends to experience this so but also they don't want to admit that there was a problem to begin with perhaps as well that's well, there's no question yeah no question you know, I tell people the most fragile substance on earth is the male ego. Absolutely. <laughs> it is. It you is. make a product for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what are you working on at the moment? So you see, well, this new, these new toys, are, are they out yet? Well, they, they were just launched last week. Brand okay. New. So I'm one of the... So that has been our latest product. Mm -hmm. We also just introduced a uh, an RX platform where people can come to our website and buy generic Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, those yeah. types of drugs. Because people, I listen to my customers and they're like, we need that. We're called, we're buying everything else here. We have to go elsewhere. So we did that. And so we had to find a good compounding pharmacy. One of the best things you can do as a business leader, and there's been prime examples of this, where remember when they introduced a new Coke and it failed and they had to go back to the old formula. As a business executive, the most important thing you can do is be in tune and listen to your customers. They'll tell you what they want. Don't outsmart them and go, I'm going to force this down their throat, you know? Mm. And one of the things that's important for us is I personally email and talk to a lot of our customers. And I, Oh, wow. That's amazing. It's I do. And a lot of times when they'll get an email, especially our long-term, you know, high volume customers, they'll go, is this really you? I go, Yeah. And I'll give them my email address and I'll go send me an email. And they send an email and I respond. I go, I told you it was me. They're like, what? <laughs> and so I'll give them my phone number. I said, I don't think you understand. It's important for me. I want to know how you found us. I want to, I want to understand the customer experience because the ways that you found us, I want to enhance and do more of. If I'm spending a lot of marketing money on other areas where no one is coming from that, I want to taper that off or eliminate that. Also, I want to know where else should we be addressing? What other products would you be interested in? So that customer interact interaction is invaluable to us. That's amazing. Yeah. This is Plus, really I amazing. enjoy it. I really yeah. enjoy it because it helps me because I'll say to people, how close did you come to not clicking that button? And some of them will say, <laughs> I literally came back five times, six times, seven times. I've been so disappointed in the past and why? Well, because everyone else makes these same claims and I was disappointed. Uh, you know. I can give you rage. Imagine if you're in a situation this is such a sensitive topic, sexuality. Imagine buying oh, something it's gonna be the solution and then it doesn't work. You just And it doesn't work and you're like, Yeah. I was and also I think you think it's you, because I mean I've tried some products that are, let's say, pelvic floor trainers. I mean, that's a big thing now, you know, with um, video um how do you say the app control ones where you're playing video games with your vagina and yes. sometimes you're squeezing, squeezing, and then the thing's not reading. I'm like, hang on, I've not had children. Why isn't it working? Do I have yes. a loose vagina? You know, it's actually the product. Yes. The product is bad, you know? So exactly I mean, a lot of people well. might not come to that conclusion. They might just feel really terrible about themselves. So mm. <laughs> that helped us with our marketing. 
that where you see these doctor testimonials on our site. And these are the president of Sexual Medicine Society of North America, Dr. Mohit Kira. It's, you'll see Dr. Wayne Hellstrom, the president of the International Society of Sexual Medicine, and that blows people away. That was done because there were so many people like, this was disappointing. But I've seen other of our competitors, they'll have a picture of a doctor, say doctor recommended. Then I look on the little lapel. This is a true story. Mm. And I look up the doctor and he was a dermatologist from Venezuela. Well, a dermatologist, not, not, not the skin you're thinking of either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so people try to mimic that now. They, yeah. That's why on our site, it'll say, this guy's from Baylor University, this guy's from Tulane University, this guy is wherever they're from. It'll say what their titles are. When you see, I've seen some where they go, doctor recommended, and it's a Getty photo, a stock photo. Yeah, yeah. It's not even a duck. That is so deceitful, but that's because as a society, we've evolved where majority of people who run companies care about one thing, just making money. Hmm. They don't give a shit about, this is a very sensitive area. This company was started by a urologist who deeply cared for his patients, and he was really concerned about doing things ethically the right way. When I took over this company, it was a vow that we're going to continue to do things the right way. We are going to give people value. We are going to have a money-back guarantee without question if you're not satisfied to give people the confidence to try our products. Amazing. It's been very successful. A couple of quick questions for you. Certainly. A couple of these questions I ask everyone. What is the book that changed your life? Are you a reader? Do you have a book? Oh, yeah? You're Going to Die, Days and Grace by Arthur Ashe. Tell us why, what it is. I almost get emotional every time I read it. Uh Arthur Rash is one of my heroes. He was an African-American man who rose up through tennis in the 50s and 60s and 70s at a time where black people were not inclusive in country clubs. And so he had that battle of just being accepted in his sport. There were times that he would play at a club. He wasn't allowed to eat there. He wasn't allowed to use the restroom there. Wow. And I'm wow, that's really sensitive. But the thing that hit me is he had a daughter and he got diagnosed with AIDS from a blood transfusion. Okay. Oh, wow. And so he wrote this book and he finished the final chapter literally the week before he died. And there, I, I get emotional even talking about it. Wow. His daughter was the same age as my son. Oh, wow. And she was eight. Wow. And the last chapter is a letter to her. Oh, wow. Sounds amazing. And it, it was saying, I won't be there for you. That mm. really inspired you to be there for your son. Oh, wow. It sounds amazing. That's incredible that it's inspired you in such a beautiful way. And I already know that the answer to the next question is, um, I ask everyone as well, which phrase do you live by? Which I guess is the... The ethics one from earlier. Yeah, it, phrase? It, my my phrase and my credo is don't ever go for immediate gratification. Okay. Whether it's is that you've got your delay spray? That's it, my delay spray. <laughs> Maybe she sprayed it on myself. Yeah, but I've always believed the most important thing is do things for the long term. Would I rather? have a customer that I make $100 off one time and they never come back or have a customer I make $15 off every month for the next 10 or 12 years? Would I rather have relationships, whether they're friendships, that last a month, two months, or the rest of my life? The obviously answer is the rest of my life. So be honest and be upfront and have clear, open communication and never put up errors, never put up fronts. I don't try to be all things to all people. But I've had people that tell me you're the most genuine person I've ever met. You're the exact same person every single day. From the first day I met you till right now, they go, I'm so used to people trying to be who they think I want them to be rather than who they are. And I always say to myself, why would you do that? Because at some point you have to apologize and go, that wasn't me. That was my emissary. You know what I mean? That was like, here's who I truly am. Just be who you truly are from day one. That way, if it's a, it's a, if it's a romance, if it's a, relationship or it's a friendship or it's a co-worker then they trust and believe in you and go this guy's legit 
and it lasts. I can't imagine at some point going, oh my God, at what point do I admit that I was totally full of shit? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But there are people that are like that. I love um, the delay spray philosophy though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll have to apply that. Um, so yeah. I think people find your website. What's, is it promescent.com? Yeah, it's www.promescent.com and that's spelled P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, promescent.com. And I tell people we're available for the number one best-selling sexual, sexual enhancement product on Amazon. We're in a bunch of stores. We're everywhere. But all we start at the website and people go, why? Learn which product is right for you or whether, whether it might not be right for you. I don't want you to buy it if it's not right. I want you to buy it. Educate yourself. Learn the right product use it for the right reasons and learn how to properly use it. So go to the website and do your research, do your education. You can buy it anywhere after that. I don't care where you get it, but go there so that you're buying the right product for the right reasons and you use it correctly. Do you have a quiz or, or anything that, that can help? Or, um, for Absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah. No, nice. there's every one of our products has it. One of the blogs has a quiz to make mm -hmm. sure it's the right product for you. There'll be blogs by uh, doctors and sex therapists. You know what I mean? One of the things I'm most proud of is, you know, Ian Kerner, Dr. Ian Kerner. Everyone calls him America's sex therapist. He's been on Good Morning America 70 times and Today Show 60 He's the number one. He's the man. He is one of our huge endorsers. Emily Morris, you know, sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. loves us. And she's a Emily. personal friend of mine now. She's oh, been nice. one of our endorsers for 11 years. Dr. Laura Berman, you know, uh, Dr. Justin Laymiller. When people look at our website, they're blown away. I go, that's because of the way we operate. Our products are quality. They're science-based. They work. And we're very, very focused on doing the right thing for the right reasons. I love and it. So Physicians, you know, I hope to make you, bring you into the tent and make you one of our, you know, uh, endorsers and one of our people who enjoy our products and help review them. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Just be honest. Just tell the truth. Well, you can see my glow. So yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a good, a definitely the good rabbit. Proof is in the pudding in this exactly. case. You know what I mean? I'm not telling you. Just look. You do. I didn't know whether that's how you always look, but you do have a <laughs> radiance. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah now I know why. So much. <laughs> you know why? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, thank you so I much for joining us today. On I don't have that particular glow right now because, I, as you can tell, I have a little bit of cold and the flu. So I hope to do this again one day when we're both shining, you know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us on the Orgasmic Lifestyle Podcast for Everyday. It was my pleasure. I, I appreciate what you do. Thank you. Likewise. The book I'm reading now is Choose Her Every Day or Leave Her, A Guide for your journey through the transformational fires of love and intimacy. And this is written by Brian Reeves, who is a future podcast guest. After starting reading the book just a couple of days ago, I cannot wait to interview him. This book is already having a very profound effect upon me, even though I've just started reading it. And Brian, this is a little, little um, extract from the Amazon description. It says... Most men are clueless when it comes to intimacy. Truth is, many women don't know much better. That was Brian's story. One broken relationship after the next. Finally, at 36, at, in the midst of yet another agonizing breakup, Brian had a painful epiphany. He had no idea what women actually wanted from him. Despite earning a master's degree in human relations and serving as a captain in the U.S., Air Force, no one had ever taught him the essential skills for creating a fulfilling intimacy that endures. Brian vowed to stop sucking at love and thus began his transformative growth journey through the realms of love, sex and relationship. Wow, so this book has really, um, it has really had a profound effect on me. It's like, it's in three parts. Part one is preparation, part two, dancing in the fire, and then part three, transcending the fire. And it's all like short essays that can be writ um, read in any order, but I'm choosing to read it in order. I'm going to read a couple of these titles to you so you can um, appreciate how um, alluring they are. For example, 
One is men aren't supposed to understand women. Embracing the ache of loneliness. Wow, that one really kind of made me cry. That was kind of very deep. And also um, six reasons why men must give up pornography. Six things an evolved man wants from a woman. And uh, what a woman really wants isn't a man's money. How to get anyone to fall in love with you. These, these are titles that are really, really juicy. And I really, from what I can see in this story, um, it is, well, it's not really a story as such, but it's, it's, um, it is the story of someone who has transformed, and made a huge transformation in as far as intimate relationships are concerned. And he talks about being just focused on physical beauty in youth and then going to the mind and then to the heart. And it's really nice to see that evolution. That's why it, for me in my in my own experiences, I don't really care if someone has had a, f um, a colorful back um, history, if they've been with a lot of people in the past, because I think it's kind of good to get that out of your system. Because I think as we as we age and we start to look for different things. And because um, I don't know, um, we've had this, I had conversations with many people in the past about what your body count is. And I don't, I don't think it really matters. I think it's about where you are now and what you want now moving forward. And from what I can see from this book, even though it is, as he said, for men um, and women, I think this guy really understands the female brain and the female heart. And that's just so nice to see. And it's just, I really do appreciate seeing and learning about the more sensitive side of masculinity. And I wish that more men could understand women like this. I think there's a lot of um, um, misunderstanding on, um, between the sexes in general, and lots of healing that needs to take place. And this book is definitely um, a good example of that. And I don't know what, what more to say about it other than it is absolutely gripping, it's deep, and it's profound and it's just hopeful, very, very hopeful. So if you're looking for to find love and you maybe haven't found it, um, this is definitely something I would recommend. And also if you do have a relationship, this is stuff, definitely something that you might want to read with a partner. The chapters are uh, just a few pages long, maybe three, four pages. And you could just read one, one a day and then maybe share it, share some reflections with a partner and it, that could encourage some deep uh, conversations and provocative conversations, or you can just read it through it like I've been doing. For example, the first day, I think I read about 50 pages. I could not put it down, but it also made me feel quite, um, I was quite, I was feeling quite, how would I say, pensive, very, very pensive about my own life and the choices that I've made. And I cannot wait to interview this author, <laughs> Brian Reeves, which will be in a couple of weeks, and I cannot wait to share it with you. So that is the book I'm reading now, Choose Her Every Day or Leave Her by Brian Reeves. Now it's time to slow things down as we prepare for this episode's guided affirmations meditation. It's probably not a good idea to listen to this while driving or operating machinery. Instead, take a break from whatever you're doing, get comfortable, take a deep breath, and enjoy. I am confident about my sexual performance. I trust my body's natural rhythms and responses. I release any doubts about my sexual performance. Pleasure. trust my body's natural 
sexual performance. I trust my body's natural rhythms and responses. My body is capable of experiencing intense pleasure. I am worthy of love and pleasure. Do you want to upgrade your life? If so, check out my free meditation, my life upgrade meditation. This meditation is very powerful. It contains 100 very powerful affirmations that correspond to the 12 areas of life from the wheel of life. And those areas include things like money, professional career, friends, family, relationships, sexuality, personal development, contribution to society, home environment, and much more. If you're curious about this very powerful transformative meditation, then check out the link in the show notes. And if you haven't got the show notes at hand, then the link is bit.ly slash life, capital L-I-F-E, hyphen, capital U, P, G, R, A, D, E, upgrade, hyphen, meditation with a capital M. The link is also in the show notes. So if you would like to upgrade your life, check out my free life upgrade meditation. find out more about me and my orgasmic lifestyle, visit venusohara.org or follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash venusohara. Make sure to search for the Orgasmic Lifestyle Podcast by Venus O'Hara in Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts or anywhere else podcasts are found. Make sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening. Have an orgasmic week and make sure every day is a climax.